In the age of digital distribution, where everything is free, is it still possible to make a profit in the arts? That's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Is it still possible to make a living in the arts? First, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community to create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that will forever change your life and career. Nobody wants to pay for art anymore. Songs, books, movies should be free, right? Worst case, we pay a small monthly fee to stream unlimited content from every artist and author throughout history. So why should I buy art when I can take a picture of it, put it up in a virtual gallery on my tablet, and hang it on the dining room wall? Why should I pay a designer for my home, my business card, or even my tattoo? I can just look around on the internet, steal the best ideas, aggregate them, and come up with a highly borrowed composite. If I take a photo and post it on Instagram, let's say, Instagram owns it. They can then take that photograph and create a book out of images, mine and everyone else's, and that book is where the real money is created. Guys, it's been this way for a long time. When I was a kid, I remember one of my teachers telling me that if an artist charged $8 for a record, the artist actually got about $1 of it. The rest of the money goes to, and always has gone to, and always will go to, the people who know how to take a little spark and a little money and turn it into a lot of money. The sad part is that the percentage in favor of the artist is getting smaller and smaller every year. The business of the arts is just a business. The same rules apply. Those who know how to market and distribute product win. So being an author means you're the creative genius. Although in modern times where tastes are highly curated, the creative genius probably belongs to a whole bunch of business people as well. So you end up being just the face. You're the hired hand. The real work is done by somebody else, and that's where the real money goes. We're also moving the consumption of art away from the collective, the gallery, the theater, the record store, the concert hall, and into the personal and virtual. It's easy to view all of these changes as an erosion of the collective and communal experience of art, but the reality is the market responds to what the customers demand. And right now, it seems like everything is consumed on your smartphone or personal device. 
People used to pay thousands for quality audiovisual equipment, and now we watch movies and listen to music on technology that may only cost dollars to produce. We can view reproductions of art and nature, never stopping to wonder what the real thing looks like, how the colors might be different, how the reproduction might only capture a fraction of the dimension and depth of the real thing. But at the same time, there are tremendous advantages. How many of the old traditions were simply traditions? Is it truly necessary to hand-bind a book in order to communicate your message, to share a story? Do glass lenses really capture images better than plastic ones? Or is that simply what we're used to? Do tubes and transistors really create superior sonics? Or is it just that's the way we've always done it? So the great thing, the upside of all of this, is that it brings tremendous democracy of content. Production, and more importantly, distribution, are no longer limited to tools that are available only to the select few. If you can find a way to capture it, you can upload it, and then all you have to do is find people who want it. It used to be the case that production, distribution, and promotion was very, very expensive. You needed to have a massive audience to pay for the trucks who carried the books and the vinyl or whatever it is that you make, which also cost a lot of money to create. Now, these things can cost as little or as much as you can afford, and my advice is that you do as much as you can with what you've got until you can afford to do more. Because then you become an owner. Yes, it's hard work. And yes, it's slow going. And yes, you'll eventually need some help in some areas. But for now, you can get started with just yourself, with tools you probably already have. And if you make that leap, there are a couple of massive advantages. Number one, no matter how small they may be, you own all the profits. Number two, you own all the rights. Number three, you have complete creative control. You can make whatever you want, and you don't have to censor or edit it to please anyone but yourself. And this is so important, because so much of what constitutes commercially viable product, the stuff you see and hear everywhere, is often devoid of true creativity and artistry aiming to please the masses rather than evolve the craft. Number four, you'll learn invaluable business skills like marketing, negotiation, and accounting. Number five, you are powerful because you're informed. Too many times throughout history, artists, especially young ones, are misled, abused, and cheated, and then cast aside because they were too trusting and too green to know they were being taken advantage of. When you have the ability to create your own product and your own audiences, you have the freedom to say no to whatever you want and do it your way instead. And finally, number six, you'll be forced to learn a ton of practical and artistic skills as well, from coding websites to social media to music production or lighting and set construction, all of these are valuable skills that are applicable outside your profession 
and also give you more exposure and wisdom inside your profession. The bad news, of course, is that this is a lot more work. Sort of. You're going to have to write that book without any help, without any money in advance. You're going to have to learn how to cut your own record. You're going to have to book your own shows. You're going to have to do much of this while working your regular day job because no one is giving you a budget to draw from. But you can film your own videos with a cell phone if you're motivated enough. And you can buy or rent great equipment for cheap. You can get your book or movie or song to any audience in the world for free, five minutes after you've finished putting the finishing touches on it. You can talk to fans any time of day or night from anywhere in the world. With a click, you can connect to communities of millions of like-minded people who could be waiting to discover someone like you. All for free, or close to it. So stay in tune with this podcast to learn more of the life skills that'll get you closer to living your own dream. Learn the skills you need to stay in the game and generate your own success. But learn from others, too. Don't know how to write a script? There's an online course for you, and your favorite screenwriter is teaching it. Don't know the first thing about accounting? There's a book summary for that, and you can download it to your smartphone and read it on the way to school or work. Finally decided that you need some help? There are online systems that can help you find, screen, hire, and pay people to help you, no matter what expertise you might be looking for. So if you want to get wise, and you want to be a true owner, own all of it. Authorship, marketing, distribution, a bigger cut of a smaller pie amounts to the same amount of pie, it's just a different shape. So if it's pie you're after, get used to the idea that being a creator alone is not where the money is. Being an owner and distributor is where you want to be. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week.